Hello, this is Matt, and welcome to episode 24 of the Studio Rats podcast for February 29th, 2012. Today, I'm going to be answering a listener's question. This comes from Jason, who has been working with a local band in his studio, and Jason asks, any ideas on how to get rid of the blip click track bleed from the guy's headphones during a quiet portion of an acoustic guitar take? So this is a great question because if you've been recording for any length of time, you've probably experienced something similar on your own projects. So I have a couple ideas on how to combat this, but I did want to mention that there's probably no magic bullet and the solution is probably going to be a cumulative effect of trying a lot of different techniques and perhaps using a little bit of each one. The first thing I would try probably seems self-evident, but I think it bears mentioning just in case you didn't think about it, and that's to mute any tracks that aren't needed. For instance, that click track bleed could be, the reason why it seems so loud is that it's coming over a lot of different microphones. Say an acoustic guitar microphone, the singer's microphone, the drummer's microphones, all simultaneously, which makes the click sound louder. So if you can, mute any of those tracks that aren't needed in that portion of the song. Say, if it's an acoustic guitar breakdown, you probably don't need the vocalist mic open or the drummer's mics open. Now, to make this sound more natural, you're probably going to have to fade out some of those tracks. You know, just find a tasteful balance, and you may find that you're able to sneak those tracks down and really minimize the click track bleed without making it sound unnatural. So maybe that worked or it didn't work or maybe it helped a little bit. The next thing I would do was on the tracks that are actually playing during this quiet portion is to check your compression settings. It could be if you're really squashing that acoustic guitar track during the louder portions of the song, when the acoustic guitar track comes down and is playing more quietly, the compressor is going to really bring up the level of any quiet portions of the signal. For instance, the click track and also your noise floor. So try raising the threshold of the compressor so it's not compressing as much or maybe um, lowering the threshold as in if you had it at four to one maybe try three to one or two to one so basically you want the compressor doing less so that the click track is not being amplified by a function of the makeup gain next up is our old standby eq and i have a feeling that this probably won't be that effective because obviously any eq changes that you make to reduce the level of the click track are probably going to affect the tonality of the instrument. But you might get lucky and it might work. And even if you just gain a half a dB or a dB, that may be enough to help you out. So try your favorite parametric EQ, preferably one that's uh, linear phase or very neutral sounding because you really want to have these cuts be surgical and you're gonna use very high Q settings, say around 12, or maybe higher if your EQ will do that to see if you can really notch out the offending frequency of the click track without affecting the instrument that you want to hear on that same track. And you might also try automating that EQ if the click track bleed is only noticeable in a couple of spots. Maybe you can duck it down with EQ here and there without affecting the overall tonal character of the track. Another great option if you have access to it is to use some sort of software such as Isotopes RX that allows you to remove noises from a recording. I would suspect that Isotopes Spectral Repair algorithm would do a great job removing those click tracks. I've used it to successfully remove coughs, chair squeaks, and all sorts of other incidental noises from recording. So it may be worth checking out their demo if you don't already own that program. 
Another more esoteric technique, which also would take a bit more pre-planning, would be to use phase to your advantage. Now this is a technique that a lot of the engineers use when they are cutting vocals, say, in the control room, and the singer wants to monitor, basically use the studio monitors as their monitor mix instead of using headphones. So what they would do is record the singer's performance as you normally would, and then keeping everything exactly the same, record another track with the singer not singing. Now obviously this track is basically going to be just recording the monitor mix over the studio monitors. So then upon playback you would reverse the phase or polarity of that track and just due to phase cancellation it will remove the majority of the monitor mix from the vocal track that you want to keep. Now in Jason's case this probably is not going to help him out but maybe it will help you out in a future project. Obviously there are a few problems with this technique because the bleed is going to be coming from the acoustic guitar player's headphones and probably as they're playing their head is going to be moving this way and that which is going to change the phase relationship between those two different takes because it has to do with time and distance. So it may not be quite as effective but again if it gains you a couple of dB that may be just enough to work. And my final solution, which probably might be considered cheating, is to suggest that they add a tambourine track during that quiet portion of the song, because that'll just cover up any sort of background noise, including the click track. So Jason, hopefully that will give you a couple of ideas to try out, and please let us know which technique worked best for you. That's going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. If you have any comments or questions for me, drop me a line at matt at finleysound.com, or stop by the webpage, thestudioratspodcast.com, and leave a comment in the comment section. Until next time, go on out there and record something.